Hello, and welcome to the Scriptures Are Real podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about elements of the scriptures that have become real to us because we believe that helps us draw more power out of them and we need all the help we can get. I'm your host, Kerry Mulstein, and I'm so happy to have with me today a guest you have we haven't had on before. Uh, his name is James Moore. Welcome, James. Thank you, Kerry. So happy to be here with you. Uh, glad to have you with us. Okay, well, let me tell uh, my audience a little bit about you, James. Uh, James, if I and you tell me what I don't have correct, but uh, James studied at BYU, uh, at Harvard for a while. You've taught at Harvard for a while, um, and you got your PhD in China, if I remember right. Um, in in Chinese, you've founded um, some uh, corporations in China uh, and uh, in Salt Lake uh, that have to do with China and, and East Asia. Uh, but the, the big reason we have you on is you've also started what was once called the Come Follow Me app is now called the We Believe app. I, I would guess that's because of copyright issues that you were trying to be respectful of and so on. But um, and uh, I think it's one of the more amazing and helpful tools. So we're, we're happy to hear from you about that. But first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, James? I know you have, uh, I think it said five children on your bio, but uh, what else should we know? Yeah, thanks, Kerry. Um, and the only thing I'd maybe add to what you said was. So um, definitely a, a co-founder of the of the We Believe Foundation or the We Believe app now, uh, but uh, I it, it, I'm definitely a part of a very very robust awesome team with some great individuals. Uh, my roommate in college, Evan Fitzpatrick, was the one that uh, originally had the idea and been working on it for quite some time. Uh, thought I was always thought I'd be a good seminary teacher and brought me on to help with content. And we brought another um, buddy on Brian Crofts um, and his wife, Rachel, we call them the founding families. Um, mm -hmm. There's three families that uh, originally started the endeavor to really just kind of help our ourselves um, with what we wanted to try to get a family scripture study and some personal scripture studies. Um, and uh and, and then that kind of formed the initial group. And, and then we've brought on some great talent. Uh, Shree Nixon's our executive director and, and uh, Jen Carling's our, our ops manager, because we have so many different volunteers that uh, come on and, and share their testimonies that we, we just have a, a team that helps manage all those volunteers that uh, um, provide great thoughts on the scriptures and, and uh, yeah, so it's a definitely a team effort, um, but so happy to be a part of it. It's been a great thing for our family and hopefully a great thing for those that uh, have a chance to use it. Uh, well, wonderful. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say in terms of other things about me, like you mentioned, I've got five kids, 13 year old, all the way down to a three year old. Um, my interests uh, and hobbies typically revolve around them. I love yeah. playing sports with them and doing things with them, coaching them. Uh, that's kind of where I find a lot of joy. Uh, and with a busy schedule, because the We Believe um, Foundation uh, or app is is strictly nonprofit. We don't take any money from it. Uh, we donate our own money and time to it. Um, and so we all have our own day jobs and uh, um, it's makes for a very busy life. And so when I do get free time, it's usually with my with my kids and family. So wonderful. Well, and you travel to China a bit, uh, I believe, as well. Maybe tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. So I, I um, the CEO for a um, company in Salt Lake that's uh, a global company. I run the Eastern Hemisphere of the company. Um, <clears throat> so most of the offices out there in Asia, we have about 
22 in total. And most of those are out there in, in that region. And so I uh, visit lots of different countries uh, quite frequently, Indonesia, India, Bangladesh, um, China, Taiwan, uh, Korea, Japan, the list goes on. It's uh, uh, an extensive travel schedule. It sounds exciting and and really awesome, but I I, uh, I love my job, but I uh, also hate traveling. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, hear you. Yeah, and I just love spending time with family, and every time I go, it's it's always hard. Um, if I'm going with my family, it's great, but uh, I just yeah. hate being gone from, from so long because those trips when you got to Asia take several days just to get there, and then uh, you know, you usually got to stay for a week or two to kind of make it worth your while. And that's always hard. Yeah. Man I, was I not to be alone. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I know exactly what you're saying. I've traveled the, the world a bit, but uh, Asia is the one place that I really have never been. So one day I might uh, hitch a ride on with you or something, but, uh, in any case, good. the, uh, the reason we're having James on, my audience will be familiar with having me say uh, that we love uh, our podcast and other podcasts and so on, but we really hope that they don't become a replacement for the scriptures, that instead they they augment and push us back into the scriptures. Uh, but your app really is focused on the scriptures and is uh, meant to be a resource for studying our scriptures. And I think that's wonderful. And I mean, there are other uh, similar things people could adopt, but I felt like my audience would really be benefited by uh, hearing what you have and what you do. And uh, for some of them, it may just be, uh, I think for many of them, it may just really up their scripture study, as it were. We could level up, is, uh, to use our kids' phraseology, I would guess, uh, from their games that they play. Uh, so, James, would you just tell us a little bit about the We Believe app or the, the We Believe Foundation? Yeah, for sure. So the We Believe Foundation is just we're we're trying to create a, a collection of tools that help people, like you said, um, you know, dive into the scriptures and connect with God. Um, the specific We Believe app, because um, we're going to be launching other apps here soon, but uh, that specific one, um, it was kind of uh, targeted to, you know, adults that are trying to study their scriptures, but uh, also just struggling with the habit to do so and um and this and trying to lead their family in scripture study but struggling to do so um you know like i said we're a 501c3 um we're mission driven uh focused 100% on supporting the church uh, we're we're not affiliated with the church in any way but we um all of our links go back to the to the church's website and and to um you know the scriptures like you'd mentioned um but uh yeah, so we, you know, we build a lot of easy to use applications for both Apple and Android devices, and it's available in English and Spanish. Um, and we're, we've got about a half a million users um, in total. There's probably about 2.2 million uh, scripture study sessions um, per month uh, that, that happen on the app. Um, we're doubling about every year in terms of the growth of those metrics. Um, so things are, are going really fast there. So I think we're probably the, the largest third-party platform speaking to members of the church every day. Uh, but uh, but once again, our, our main mission is just, just to help people connect with God every day. Uh, conversion is definitely um, our goal, but we feel like it's it, that's hard to achieve unless there's consistent daily effort and uh, and conversion, you know, usually happens in the in the heart and in the home. And so that's why we're very family focused. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, one of the reasons why this kind of came about was, 
as we did some preliminary research, we, we found it difficult to sit down with our, our children and study the scriptures. Um, with little kids, it's always difficult. And we were trying to find ways to engage our kids more. And, or even like if we're doing a couple study or something, how do we engage each other a little bit more? And, um, and so that's where some of these ideas came from. But as we did some research, we found that, you know, about 67% of people that show up to church on Sunday, so active church members, uh, don't really have a, a consistent habit of studying the scriptures every day or connecting with God. And, and uh, there's probably lots of reasons for that. You know, there's a lot of distractions out there. People are busy. Um you know, people don't necessarily carry around paper scriptures as much these days. Uh, and, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, a lot of other applications out there are quite engaging. And and those algorithms are really good at getting us sucked in and spending more time. And, and yeah. so, I don't know, there's a whole host of reasons why maybe we're not hitting it on a daily basis. So we tried to think about what are some things that we could do that would be fun and engaging and get people um you know, compete for their time to get them back into the scriptures. And, uh, um, and so that's kind of where the idea came from. And, you know, although, you know, 67% of, of active church members were not um, necessarily connecting with God on a daily basis through the scriptures, a hundred percent of them wanted to. Um, mm -hmm. And so we found that the desire was definitely there. It was just, there were some obstacles on, on, on habit formation there. And so we tried to do some things that would make it sticky um to to help people such as tracking the the their their scripture study sessions and seeing them see their streaks and um you know trying to get a really relatable diverse um uh population of of church members from just normal church members like you and I or um you know uh, famous church members gospel scholars and, and and getting that mix in there and people from different countries and and uh you know having them share their thoughts on on the scriptures and then at the end of you know their little mini devotional because all the content's supposed to be able to be consumed within two to three minutes and and then hopefully they can um then engage with someone around them or themselves um for for another two or three minutes um we were trying to make it uh, simpler because we were trying to get people to go from, uh, you know, zero minutes a day <laughs> to maybe five. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and hopefully they could, um, you know, uh, expand from there. Um, you know, they talk about habit formation and that, you know, if you're trying to get someone to work out three to four times a week for 30 minutes, that's going to be really hard if they've never been working out. Uh, but if you ask someone to do it, just one jumping jack every day, you know, they can do that. And, and so this was kind of just that starter, you know, there's some people that, um, have a really good habit of daily scripture study and prayer and, and they're, um, you know, doing great with that. And, and that's awesome. Keep doing it. <laughs> you know, don't get away from that. Uh, we were mostly targeting people that for whatever reason, just struggling, getting that habit started and, uh, trying to get them to go from zero to maybe two to three, five minutes. And then hopefully from there, once the habit started, um, on most of our screens and devotionals, there's always a, a dig deeper where it, takes them to specific links in the scriptures of the cha of uh, chapters um, or general conference talks that it's referring to and trying to get them to read and, you know, those words from living prophets or ancient prophets and trying to get them to spend more time doing that. So uh, yeah. that's, that's uh, a little bit of the, you know, kind of why and how it came, came about. Um, 
Well, that's that's wonderful. I, yeah, I, I have to hope, and I may be wrong, but I have to hope that uh, my my sense is that as the churches, uh, you know, we're hitting uh, what our, our fifth year of Come Follow Me now, and my sense is that the last few years, Come Follow Me has really gotten some of that maybe spiritual momentum that President Nelson has talked about. And my sense is that we're having more engagement with the scriptures. Uh, now than we have in the past. And so uh, maybe we're doing better. And some of that's probably due to you guys. I have to say that one of the things I love about your website, uh, if I look there right now, it will tell you, it's got a little uh, live counter as to how many scripture study sessions since you launched in July of 2021. So right now you're at 37,711,538, no, 39, no, no. Uh, now it's 540, and it's just uh, now 541, right? I, I love that. Uh, it just gives me a thrill when I watch that click. I'm just thinking, wow, that's a lot of people studying. This. I could just watch it going up every second, and uh, that's so exciting to see that many people uh, into the scriptures. It's just thrilling to me. So, thank you for that. Tell us then, uh, like uh, for my audience, how would you find this, and what exactly would you do were this your first time uh, getting on? Uh, the We Believe app. Yeah, so uh, you can go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and just type in We Believe, um, and we should be the first one that pops up there. You could even type in the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, and I think we we pop up like number two or three, even if you do uh, that, even though we're not associated with the church. Um, uh, and you'll know they, you're in the right place if you see this little yellow icon that kind of looks like a sun rising over or maybe like some dunes or something like that. But it's a yellow circular icon. You, then you know you've you've hit the right one. Yep. And there's about 42,000 reviews on there now um, that you'll see. And uh, uh, I think actually there might be more now, but I think there's about 42,000 five star reviews. I think the average is around 4.9. So people are really enjoying their experience with it. Um, and, uh, uh, we found, we get, my favorite thing to do is just read the reviews and sometimes, um, you know, reading reviews of single moms that, uh, just had no time to prepare anything for their kids. And, um, there's a, a, a little portion on the app where right when you open the app right at the beginning, there's a verse of the day story, which is kind of more meant for individuals, but sometimes families do it. It's kind of like a little Instagram story where there's a, a main verse. This is by far the most popular feature. It's uh has the, the main verse for the day, some verse uh chosen from the scriptures, and uh and you can read it and and then once you go past that, then there's just a a, a member or or a um another spiritual individual that we've that we've found that's volunteered to do uh videos and they give their thoughts and testimony on the verse and what it means to them. And then that's usually two to three minutes, and then once that's over, there's a little conclusion screen and a, and a, um, the scripture on a nice, pretty background that you could share with friends if you wanted. Um, and and then the very end, there's a, a dive deeper screen that uh, takes you into that versus chapter or or a general conference talk related to the verse um, or maybe something, some other resource that uh, the, the person that shared their thoughts on the scripture uh, that they had mentioned and so allows you to dive deeper and dig deeper and that's by far the most popular feature of the app but but uh the people that um i think really really love the app the most are are the parents that are struggling to find ways to create lesson content that's uh enjoyable for their kids 
And, or let's say grandkids so, as well. Let's let's throw that in there for, for grandkids. My age group, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. And and so on the on the bottom, um, as you scroll down past that verse of the day story, there's there's a set of devotionals. And one of those is uh for come follow me for kids. And if you click in that devotional, it it's broken out where every day you it's just focus on one verse for the week. It's a come follow me verse. Um focus on the come follow me content for that week. And then every day it it asks a question and usually has like a either a video from the church's website or an article from the friend and and then a question that goes with it. And so um, the content, once again, you can consume it within two to three minutes, but then there's two to three minutes of some type of interaction that you can do. And um, our kids really like it. Uh, it's fun to do around the table uh, just because you can get reactions from everybody from the story or from the video or from the song that we sang and it's just really simple and, and really helpful for for kids and then as you scroll down further on on the app you'll see uh, top resources for um uh for adults so as you scroll through it lists podcasts uh like yours carrie and then down a little further there's top resources for kids so any videos that have been done for kids or songs and other things like that related to the content for that week are all listed there we just we we try to do it really unbiased i mean we we do monitor the channels just to make sure that they're appropriate but those that are being viewed the most we we tend to put those on top because they're usually doing a pretty good job of of um, helping people dive deeper into the scriptures and connect with God on a daily basis. And so that's basically how the app works. And um, I love reading the reviews, like I mentioned, um, because uh, when people are able to dive into the scriptures and connect with God, it just, it, uh, it, it makes my day. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, um, you know, I, there's this analogy that has been used too much, but uh, our bodies need food. So do our spirits. And I think that food for our spirit is, is the love of God. And it's it's sometimes hard to feel in, in life when life gets tough. And I just think we we all need that time with him um, because when we give it to him, he lets us know he cares. Um, and, uh, and that makes all the difference uh, for us to get through the next day. Uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, maybe I can ask you a question that uh, I like to ask my my guests that have these uh, different resources that we're trying to highlight. You've spent a lot of time uh, putting this together, uh, and and uh, I would guess using it with your own family and so on. Uh, how has this made the scriptures more real for you and for your family? Yeah. So um, now I'm I'm a little bit different of a user. I. I actually really enjoy my paper scriptures. Um, <laughs> I like to disconnect from technology and sit down and open up my paper scriptures and, uh, you know, start with a good prayer and try to be somewhere quiet where I just feel like it's me and God. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of more me. Uh, however, um, you know, often I don't have my paper scriptures with me and often I'm with my kids and we're traveling somewhere, we're doing something and, and if for some reason I remember that we haven't uh, had our family scripture study yet, or we haven't we haven't you know checked in with God yet, I'll say, hey, let's let's pull out the app and let's uh, go to the devotional for today and let's go through that before we do anything else. And uh, you know, sometimes you know, just the way the day starts, you you can't always um, uh, you know you're not always able to keep to your schedule. Things happen, and and so that's. That's how I like to use the app uh, for for myself and my family. And sometimes when you know 
I'm traveling and I just got off two 10 hour leg flights and mm. uh, I can't remember what, what time it is and my schedule's off for studying and I'm not at the hotel yet. I'm in the taxi and I'm headed to the hotel and uh, I can feel like I'm just, just don't feel great. I need something spiritual. Um, then I can whip that out and, and hear someone's testimony and, uh, you know, ponder the verse, memorize the verse, uh, think about it. And, uh, and then, cause sometimes when you're in a taxi, you really focus on words, uh, you can, <laughs> you can get pretty sick yeah. <laughs> and I get car sick pretty easy. And so, especially I, I like when you're it. tired and hungry and whatever else, then it just happens, but yeah. Right. And, and so you, you it's hard to, focus specifically on reading words on a piece of paper, on a piece of paper. And if you don't have your paper scriptures with you, uh, so I like to supplement it like that for me. Um, and then, you know, make sure I, I get my one-on-one time detached from technology. But uh, um, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, like to go to it um, just for their scripture studies, which is, which is good. But once again, I would always encourage people to, uh, you know, have, have a, a prayer and talk with God and not, not just like a 30 second prayer like like a good solid prayer i i one thing i really admire about my grandfather-in-law who just passed away um he was a patriarch a very spiritual man and um he his his daughter who is my my wife's mother uh, would always tell the story that she knew that when she was getting ready for for school and back when she was going to high school uh, she knew that if she didn't get into the bathroom before 7.30, I think it was 7.30, I can't remember the exact time, if she didn't get into the bathroom before 7.30, she was going to not get a chance to get into the bathroom to do her hair because um, that's where um, it was the the bathroom, I think, in, in, in their bedroom for some reason. It was the nicer one. They had like five kids and the other one was always taken. And so she knew if she didn't get into that bathroom, um, that her dad would be in there and the door would be locked and he would be in there praying for 20 minutes. <laughs> she, she would not get to uh, to do her hair before the bus came. And uh, but but consistently every single day of her life, he found his his prayer room or his quiet place where he would go and kneel down and he would pray for 20 minutes. I don't know if he set a timer or whatever, but he was consistently in there for 20 minutes um, just talking or listening to whatever God had to say. And uh, I, I found that discipline um, fascinating and definitely admirable. Um, and, uh, you know, he was someone who really listened and uh, seemed to hear God's voice. And I think, um, you know, all things take work when you learn a language, you know, it takes a lot of time to really learn that language. And, uh, you know, kind of need to be consistent with it because sometimes you can start to lose the language. And I think uh, spiritual things are really no different. Um, hard work is important and uh, spending that time trying to to hear God's voice and and talk to him is is crucial and and so I, prayers are are very important for setting the stage and getting your heart right and bringing that environment where the channel is a little bit more clear and less and there's fewer obstacles for him to really just shower you with that love that he has for you and like I said when once you feel that it really makes all the difference ah amen to that Amen to that. Well, anything else you'd like to to share or uh, kind of wrapping up or parting words? Uh, you know, I think in closing, I would just say that um, it, it's it's so important to um, spend time with God. Uh, uh, you know, love, in my op- opinion, is really just spelled T-I-M-E, uh, time. And um, it's so important to spend that time with him. 
um, because we'll feel his love. And like I said, that'll make all the difference. But it's also really important for us to come to love God. Um, and it's hard to love something you don't know. And uh, and the reason why it's so important to love God is because what we love determines what we think and what we think determines what we seek and what we do and what we do determines who we become and who we are. And, um, you know, God's not like the Greek gods, whether we believe in him or love him, it does not affect his power or, mm. or his majesty. Um, but, but if we love him, it definitely affects us. And um, the more time we can spend with him, I think the more we come to love him and the more love we can feel from him, it's there. It, it's, it's like, you know, Lehi's dream and the tree, you know, we may, sometimes we may be really far from the tree, but that doesn't necessarily shrink or diminish the fruit. It's still the same size. It just maybe shrinks in our perspective, but the closer we can come to God um, and, and get that fruit, it just, it just makes everything go better because we realize it's okay to make mistakes. Um, he still loves us and he's still willing to help us. Um, that's part of this, this earthly experience to learn and to grow. And, and when we realize how much he loves us, we have so much love for others, our family members, our friends, our neighbors, those that are hard to love. We start to see people differently. Life just ends up going better. We start to live with more of an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality. We're happy for other successes. We carry less burden. We try to keep up with the Joneses less. Um, we, we, we're, we get more happy and grateful and content because we're satisfied. We're filled. I've found nothing in life that really fills me or satisfies me quite like the love of God. Everything else just seems to create a deeper uh, bottomless pit that doesn't really ever seem to satisfy anything. But God's love does that. And when you can feel that, um, cause it's there. And like I said, he loves you. It's not conditional. Um, it, you know, blessings sometimes can be, um, the, you know, God's love, um, it's always there. Um, and it's, you know, justice may kind of bind his hands at times, but it has no claim over his heart. He's free to love us and loves us a hundred percent, 110%. If there was a infinite amount on there, it's there. And, and he's our biggest fan and wants us to succeed. And the more time we can spend with him, the more we realize that the more we love him and the more we can feel his and, and, uh, and that will give us hope and give us the strength to do what we need to do every day and fulfill our individual missions that we have on this earth and help those people we were sent here to help and including ourselves. Oh, amen to that. I, I, I don't want to add anything to that. Just amen to that. We're so grateful, uh, for what you're doing. We hope our audience will share uh, this episode and, and the, uh, the, I was about to say, come follow me app, but I mean, the We Believe app um, with others and uh, that we'll all draw closer to God with this. So thank you, James. Thank you, Carrie. Appreciate it. <laughs>